Comic Book Tales is an immersive comic book experience for the new or lapsed comic book fan. I take a closer look at the comics that shaped my childhood and influenced my adulthood. Comic books are an amazing entry into another world and even provide the pictures to complete the fantasy. Join me for a new Comic Book Tales adventure. Hello and welcome to another episode, issue, sorry, of Comic Book Tales. I wanted to talk today about a, it's not a topic we talk about very often, and it, it kind of dovetails with some other things I've talked about in the past, and that's value for your money. Um, when I talked about the value of, or the price of comic books possibly going up, certainly with DC on their relaunch up to $5 a comic book, I started to talk about, is it worth it to you as a consumer? Is it worth it to you as a comic book reader to be paying $5 an issue? And it got me thinking about some other things. And I, and it's not a total criticism, but it is probably in the way it's handled is a criticism for me. So I read comic books. Now, typically the comic book I read is more of a superhero-style comic book. Uh, I have read other things, but I, I really enjoy the superhero-style comic book for whatever reason. Whether it's just history with me. It's just something I'm used to. But it it feels like that's what I'm reading. So... Oftentimes, and this doesn't happen all the time, but it's, it's, it seems to be happening more and more in my reading uh, routine that I, I, I thought I should point it out. And that is the retrospective memory issue. You know, in the 1980s, we, we'd have a sitcoms that have a very special episode. And the very special episode was dealing with possibly something drug-related or somebody died and it wasn't a comedy; it was it was a sad drama, uh, and we we accepted that because you got twenty two to twenty four episodes, and only one of them was a stinker in that respect. You don't. My feeling was then, and it is now. You don't tune into a sitcom to watch a drama; you tune into a sitcom to watch comedy. So, yeah, you might feel like I have a moral authority; I might have a moral obligation to present this issue because I I've got an a platform to do that, but I don't really care about your platform. I came to laugh and you brought me down. So I'm not real happy about that. I can change the channel. I can, I can watch something else or I can delete it if it's on a DVR, but I don't really want to see that. I, if I want to watch a drama, I'll watch a drama. If I want to watch a comedy, I want to watch a comedy. I want it to be a comedy all the time, you know, and that's, that's where I think a lot of these episodes, especially in the eighties, I, I point out the eighties because there was a lot of those things that would happen. And I just got tired, tired, tired of them. Well, it's happening more and more in comic books. And that's being, bringing a question to my mind. One, do you care about that? Is that something you even think is worthwhile? And secondly, should they do it? And are they doing it correctly? And I'll answer from my perspective. No, I don't want to see that in a superhero comic book. I've criticized them for not always being realistic, and I think that's a fair criticism. Realistic in the sense of a greater unrealistic universe in which they reside. But I, I don't want to see the downtime. Um, the Hawkeye series that, that's been out recently was more of what Hawkeye does in his off time. Um, Matt Fraction did that, and there's some good parts to it, but it was the What's this guy do on his off time? And look at the sad sack he is. Not the confident, arrogant Hawkeye, but this guy who's kind of living in a building he owns with a bunch of neighbors and fighting off, you know, Russian gangsters wearing tracksuits. It's okay, but it doesn't 
it doesn't make me feel like, oh, this is awesome. It's unique and different, but it doesn't make it good. And I think some people equate new and different with good, and that they aren't the same thing. They can be, but they aren't always. Simply being new doesn't make you good. So I was just reading a Captain Marvel comic book, uh, and her friend had died, her her female friend that she'd known for years and, and had experiences with. Well, the whole issue was about going through her life and the experiences they had together and, the, you know, the, the ghost memory thing. I didn't want to see that. And then I got to thinking, well, I just got – I got got charged four ninety three ninety nine for this issue. For what? I, I don't care about this. This isn't why I came. This isn't why I bought this comic book. This is because I thought it would be a Captain Marvel book, and I was trying to watch or read Captain Marvel. So the question becomes: If it's done correctly, now if you read the original Death of Captain Marvel, the the um, Kree Warrior. That's a different retrospective, still retrospective, and Jim Starlin did a great job with that, but that's kind of a one-off, you know? People come and go in the lives of our superhero friends, but do we really want to see all the minutiae that goes into that? And I would say, no, you don't. You're not really looking for the minutiae. You're looking for beat them up. Yeah, this stuff happens. I'll mourn it my own way, but I'm not going to do you know, a long, drawn-out memory fade of what's going on. Yes, that happens, but I don't want to see it. I don't care about it. Do you care about it? Do you, do you care about that stuff? Does that make the character more human to you? Does that make the character somebody you want to read more about? Or does it make the character less something you want to read about? My contention is I want to read less about that. I want to read about the the overarching stories. And this is my theory that they got lazy, that some of these writers got lazy and they couldn't think of a good story to tell or a long arc story. So they throw this in there. They throw this like Captain Marvel did the same thing with a shopping spree with uh, a couple of months ago or probably last Christmas. And it was, yeah, it was a shopping spree, but it wasn't, it wasn't Captain Marvel. And, and, and maybe that's just because it's a female-centered book that they feel like they have to throw in shopping and emotions and sadness. They're forgetting that most of the people reading these books are men. And the men don't really care about that stuff. I know they're trying to appeal to women. And maybe they're trying to throw that in as an appeal to women. I don't know if it works. I don't know. My wife hasn't said, "Let me please let me read a Captain Marvel book. I thought it was interesting that she went shopping at Christmas in New York City. Or she mourned the loss of her friend. I don't think that's necessarily the case. So if that's not the case, what are you pandering to? Or you just don't have anything else to write about, so it's it's guest writer month and you throw that in. Marvel did that in the 80s a lot. When they were behind on deadlines, they'd have guest editor or guest writer uh, because they didn't have anything else to do. It, it would not fit the continuity of the book. At least this fits the continuity of the book, but it doesn't make me feel like I I've, I wanted this. And, you know, when I talk about sitcoms, yeah, you could change the channel. You weren't paying for it. We just didn't feel like we were paying extra for this, so we didn't feel like we were losing anything. Uh, when you're buying the comic books, it does feel kind of like, wait a minute, I just spent four bucks on this. So here's my suggestion. Don't buy those books. If they put them out and people buy them, publishers will assume, including Marvel, will assume that we must like them. So they'll keep doing them. Don't buy them. 
buy something else. Buy something else that you wouldn't normally pick up. If you've got $4 burning a hole in your pocket, go buy a different issue of something else you haven't tried before. Maybe that's a better use of your money and therefore something that you should probably consider. You're not taking any money away from the comic book shop owner. You're not taking away writers and stuff like that, but you're, you're giving your money to something else of more value and more worth. And I think that's something I would say is a better use of your time and money. We want, and then write letters to the editor. Say, please, please, please. If you want to write a, an emotional tearjerker series, then write that series, and I'll decide if I want to buy it or not. But don't throw your emotions into my superhero action and expect me to pay $4 for it because I'm not. And you keep raising the prices on comic books, so it's going to keep going up. I don't want that. This is not what I want. The power of the purse. Buy what you want. Buy what you like. And let the publishers know, I don't like this, and I don't want this, so please don't give me this. Give me what I want. And maybe they will. Maybe they'll get the picture and they'll get the idea, I need to provide what my readers want, and this is not what they want. And while we're trying to appeal to certain audiences, have a different Captain Marvel book that just deals with her home life, if that's what you want. They did it with Hawkeye. It's been fairly successful from what I've read. Uh, people like it. But that it was a specific, that's what it is over here. It's not... We're putting it in the Avengers where he's a sad sack in the Avengers. You know, yes, there's two, there's a work personality, there's your personal life personality, and they aren't always the same, but it needs to be, this is what I signed on for. This is what I bought the book for. Give me what I bought the book for. Challenge me. Make the, make the stories broader than I thought they could ever be, but don't give me less and then charge me full price. You know, free comic book day giveaway. Okay. I can accept it. It was free. Reduced price, half cost, maybe I can decide. Full price for the same thing that I didn't get in there originally for, I have a problem with that. So keep that in mind when you're looking at comic books on the rack. I, I encourage you, pull them off the shelf. Ask the the owners of the shop, what do you think of this issue? What is, what's going on here? Is this something worth getting? They're probably going to say, yeah, because they want you to sell buy the book, but... If they're if they go to the books and you're willing to buy that and say, hey, I'm not really interested in I'm interested in superheroes. I'm interested in action. I'm not interested in emotion and feeling, and that that's fine. There's, those have a place, but in the course of why you bought the book, you know, I don't walk into a Transformers movie and expect to see Shakespeare. Okay, if I want Shakespeare, I'll see, I'll see Shakespeare. If I want Transformers, I'll see Transformers. They're not the same thing, and I don't expect them to be the same thing. So when you have a juxtaposition where you throw in something that's definitely not uh, what I want, I'm not going to be happy about it, especially when you're charging me $4 an issue for it. So notice to the publishers, I'm not going to buy your books that don't deal with topics I want to deal with. And that's my, that's my right. That's your right to publish whatever you want. It's my right to buy or not buy if I don't choose to buy that. And it has nothing to do with emotions. I have no problem with emotions. I'm in touch with my emotions. I just don't want to – that's not why I came here. Okay? I bought the Hawkeye book. I like the Hawkeye book. I don't like it as much as everybody else seemed to like it, but I liked it because it gave me a different facet of the personality of that character. But it was, again, not shoehorned into the Avengers. That's what I want. I want something separate and distinct so I can decide if I want that or don't want that. That's all. I think that's a fair compromise for everybody. So give me your thoughts. Check us out at HannahTreeProductions.com, H-A-N-N-A-H, Tree Prod. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, H-A-N-N-A-H, Tree Prod on Twitter and Hannah Tree Productions on uh, the web. And check us out at any podcast catcher you can use. We're, we're available 
on iTunes and uh, everywhere else. Finer podcasts are uh, cached. That's such a day. Hopefully you've enjoyed this. And please give me your feedback. I want to know, am I being a curmudgeon here and saying this is just not – you should be more open to these things? Or, or do you feel the same way? You know, you don't want to put your money into something that you don't really value. Uh, that's not why you spent your four bucks. So take a look at what you get. If you got a subscription, you're kind of stuck. But uh, they do it enough times, you say, I'll change my subscription to something else. So let me know. I'll talk to you next time. This has been Chad. Bye-bye. <laughs>